0: Hello, friends! Yeah. Why do I always do the yeah afterwards? What do I think I'm on a Broadway show? Like, hey, ha, ha, jazz hands. You can't even see if I'm doing jazz hands, but that's what it sounds like I'm doing. Oh, guys, I love you. Welcome back to the episode of Be Here for a While. Today's episode of Be Here for a While is brought to you by ZipRecruiter. Great company. If you want to find a job, get a job. You're an employer. Who has a job you can offer people it's pretty great I think it's just a great way to better your shit so you know I'll tell you about it later how you guys doing how are you I am recording this uh, it's Saturday night and I am leaving for Montana tomorrow to be off the grid for three full days I'm gonna be camping I do stand up a little bit or a meet-and-greet I don't really know what it is but it'll be good um, I'm there I'm just, I'm in Montana, but one night I'm going full off the grid camping and I just want to kind of zone out for three days. And that's something that's very difficult for me. I don't know if that's difficult for other people, but for me, I don't, I I honestly, like, I don't even know how to watch TV or sit on a couch or do anything other than I sleep like a good eight hours when I sleep, but I, when I wake up, I'm like, now I have to be productive. I don't. And then at night... I don't ever just sit and watch TV. Like, I think like, okay, I gotta, if I don't have a comedy show tonight, I got to go to someone's comedy show or I, and I don't know. I don't know if you guys feel this way, but sometimes you need to slow down and I'm going to force myself. I actually hope there's no cell phone service. Like, I hope that I can't use my phone or my computer and I hope I get to shut off. I'm very excited about it. What I'm not excited about is the fact that, um, uh, you got to be real prepared for bears, um, which I kind of knew that, you know, when you we we booked a rental car and uh, it comes with bear spray, which is like mace for bears, I think, or at least that's what I've put in my head. Um, but then I was talking. to So I went to a birthday party earlier and I was talking to someone who has camped in Yellowstone and she was like, oh, yeah, no, we were near a campsite, and a bear ripped off the door of a car to get whatever food was inside. So there's like precautions you gotta take about the food. I was so excited to start grilling steaks just out in the wild open of Yellowstone. I didn't know that a bear could come palm my face off to take the meat. So uh, I guess I gotta do a quick Google search on food precautions (laughs) so bears don't uh, rip your face off. Yeah, uh, that's what's gonna happen. Anyways, uh, I'm very excited, though, to go off the grid and recharge and relax for three days and then come back at you. Um, yeah, what else was I going to say? Oh, I've also been planning a, uh, a Europe trip with my parents. My cousin's getting married in Toulouse just a little bit, a couple hours outside of Paris. And my mom and dad and I decided to go. And I think my sister and her family may come. Uh, but my mom, uh, I think, affectionately calls me Baby Huey, but it might be an insult. I'm not quite sure. I, you know, you can never quite read Cindy O'Brien, but um, it's going to be me and my parents. And uh, I got my flight, but they're covering the rest of, like, the hotel and stuff. And I'm, I'm in my early 30s, and I'm going to be traveling around Europe with my parents staying in the same hotel room. And maybe Baby Huey is the right term for who I am. I don't know, but I am excited about it. Like, we're going to – we booked our first flight today. We're flying into Rome, and then we're going to take uh, trains up, like, the Italian coast, and we're going to go to Cinque Terre. I don't know if I'm saying that right, Portofino, and eventually make our way to Toulouse. But, yeah, baby Huey. Um, I am sitting in the peasant section of the plane. We're on the same flight. I will be in the peasant section, way in the back. My parents have uh, – book themselves first class. I will be there slumming it. But you know what? I did that um when Natasha and I went to Europe recently, I we we went home. We flew from Paris to LA for $204 on Norwegian Air. But then you have to like pay $100 for your bag or something whatever. So let's just call it like 300 and then then you get like some snacks on the plane. Um we didn't drink alcohol, so I think it was I don't know, maybe let's say $20 worth of snacks. Um, And yeah, so like $320 home from Paris to LA. That's insane. It was so cheap. And I didn't mind it. I was fine with it. I was in a middle seat, by the way. And it was fine. So you know what? It's not the peasant section, Cindy and Mike O'Brien. I'm in the cool section. I don't know what I'm trying to prove. Anyways, guys, I'm excited about the podcast today. And as always, I uh, I want to thank you guys for uh, listening. I love you very much. And I don't know, you just make me feel good. And I'm really grateful for the reviews you've left recently. And you guys are my friends. And if you want to chat about anything, as always, please feel free to DM me at Rachel N O'Brien, R-A-C-H-A-E-L-N-O-B-R-I-E-N on Instagram um, and tag me your Insta stories when you're listening. I love to see where and when you're listening and I, I love to repost it. And if you have any, like, private thoughts or anything you want to say, uh, you can always email me, info at com. I'm here for you. I love you. And I really appreciate you guys being on board with this. So let's get to my guests. They, I mean, this is just the coolest concept ever. And it's not even a concept. This is, these are these people who came up with such a wonderful thing out of tragedy. So I'll read their bio. Like all good comedies, Sex Talk With My Mom was born out of tragedy. In 2006, Karen Lee and Cam lost their husband and father to murder. After an intense period of grieving, Karen Lee started dating again and created a YouTube channel to help other women get back in the dating game the second time around. Her channel quickly became a haven for body, no holds barred conversations. As a comedian, Cam sought refuge from the awkwardness by using her material in his stand-up. Eventually. They united efforts and created the best and only sex podcast hosted by a mom and son. So this is Karen Lee and Cam from Sex Talk With My Mom. It's a great podcast. I hope you guys enjoy it. Well, thank you so much for doing this,
1: guys. Very excited to be here. It's our
0: pleasure. Sex Talk With My Mom. Something that I don't think my mom and I have ever talked about. Whoa. And and I'm a girl. That's weird, right? You should probably have talked to your mother about that. Well...
1: I, I think this is like the common response that we get. Like, mm-hmm. what the fuck? Why are you doing this?
0: Yeah. Like, I have so many questions about how this originated too. And like <laughs> yeah. where, at what point you were comfortable talking about this stuff with your mom. Yeah. So I'm going to, we're going to go into that, I think first, because like, I'm just curious. Was this something that happened? Like, okay, now I'm an adult. I'm 20 something years old. Like now I can be comfortable with my mom. Or were you like 14 asking your mom?
1: No, I, I mean, I was, we were always pretty close. We, she was definitely a good soundboard with regard to relationships and stuff. Thank you, son. Yeah. And my friends recognized this as well because they were constantly trying to hang out with me to hang out with her.
2: <laughs> because they
0: had a crush on her? Oh, because, because they had a crush on yeah. her. But Because also, you look very young. It's pretty ridiculous. Thank
1: you. Thank you. It's yeah. good, good genes. Yeah. We're, this interview is off to a great start. My mother is completely flattered right now. <laughs> <I> can
0: <laughs> we can end now. Need... <laughs> go home happy. Yeah.
1: I got what I, I
2: needed today. It's all we need to hear. Yeah. We're good to go.
1: Um, yeah. So I was not always uh, as open as I am now. I mm-hmm. mean, the podcast really set us off on a whole new level of like, oh, I didn't realize we're going to be talking about fantasizing. Yeah. And, like what our fantasies are on the pod. Yeah. That just happened.
2: Oh, I thought that just <laughs> We're on, episode,
1: we're on episode like 200 clearly, something clearly now. very <laughs> insane yeah. <laughs> yeah uh yeah so so
0: when you were younger it was more just like it, you would ask her for like advice or were you like mom is it normal that i got a boner
1: in class yeah. Yeah. I think it started like that and then eventually it was like oh my god i kissed this girl am i a whore i'm not in a relationship with her Oh,
2: that's so sweet. Yeah, he's a sweet, sweet guy. Do you
1: remember that experience? Yeah,
2: I think you were in seventh grade. Yeah, eighth
1: yeah. grade, first kiss. It yeah. yeah, was it on,
2: and a you were like because lift? you weren't
0: committed. You felt like a well, floozy.
1: Well, to be honest, I, I did get in the committed relationship minutes before making the kiss.
0: Okay, yeah. so we were fine. He literally I was fine. Was and Then in... I
1: broke up. It was on a chairlift. On so the bottom <laughs> of the chairlift, I said, "Do you want to be my girlfriend?" On the chairlift, I went in for the kiss. Almost fell off the chairlift. Okay got to the top and said i can't handle this too much commitment that's not and, and we ended the relationship it was the shortest relationship are, i think ever had. you know
2: i think she wanted you to sit on the bus next to her and you're like i don't want to be committed to that
1: yeah i just i was having a full-on woody allen panic attack
0: wow that is is, is that how you are in relationships now yeah
1: <laughs> i think i've improved a little bit now but yeah. that's probably the root of like, everything.
2: I, I be expected to sit next to you all the time this is too much (laughs) exactly what What are you trying to marry me what does this mean oh that's very funny that is exactly what happened he was in seventh
1: grade and then and then i went to you and i was like i i i think i remember being in your bathtub without the water on telling you about this
2: I don't remember any of that, but that is clothed, weird. Fully clothed? <laughs> clothed, clothed, yeah, clothed. Like, Why were you in my bathtub fully <laughs> I, it, clothed? I, was,
1: I think I was just in, in all... A panic? So you short, just decided shorts. to jump
2: in my bathtub and fully clothed, decided to talk
1: about your experience? Don't judge me. I'm not, but <laughs> I mean... Ju- you I don't know that. my life. Yeah. I just... Uh, I just...
2: I can't figure out the whole bathtub thing.
1: I, okay. Th- I, this is... Remember, this is the location of this discussion. I don't know. But so, then
2: that somebody else wanted you to to uh, romp in the in the meadows yeah, with her, yeah. and you didn't like that idea either.
1: It was too much, too fast. The, the girl
0: was asking you to hook up with her, and you were turning.
1: This was like in fifth grade. Oh,
2: no, it was like thirteen.
1: Okay, so it was eight, eighth grade again. Eighth grade, I was really doing a Jeez. thing. Eighth yeah. grade, you were in your peak. I was peaking for You're sure. You peaked in eighth grade. Yeah.
0: All right. Now I'm just gonna take a guess that you were probably more sexually advanced when you were younger than than he was. Meaning, like,
2: no, or brave, you weren't.
1: Well, okay, yeah, so probably. Well,
2: they define sex,
1: or just not as afraid. Wait, she said advanced. There was nothing sex related over here. No,
0: I said <laughs> I said like sexually advanced. Oh, like, okay, okay, okay. Like not as freaked out. Were you? He freaked out because he thought he wasn't in a committed relationship having a kiss.
2: Uh, yeah, I was way past that, but I mean, not like a <laughs> whore or anything. I mean, awesome. I, I was I lost my virginity at nineteen. I was like oh, old. That's late, but I was having like everything else but things going on before that. So, yeah, you oh, know. That's, that's, so defining sex is you you're know an angel. <laughs> and I, I'm a fucking I'm a I'm a puritanical
1: person. How old were you when you lost your virginity? Uh, uh, I don't. My
2: mom listens to the podcast. I don't know. I was mom? in high. I was in high school. Okay, what if your mom listens to the podcast and you're how old now?
0: 30
2: okay you're 30 Ish. you can't tell your mom something that happened I, I was, to you when you were in the, like 12 high
0: school listen the, the relationship with my mom while we're very close is slightly complicated in terms of like yeah I still am like nervous that yeah we are we had to work through that this summer we did some family therapy because it, it was a lot of like My parents having a lot of opinions on what I do with my life and I wasn't doing anything bad with my life. Good for
1: you
2: for having the therapy session and and talking
1: about it. Yeah,
0: we had to. It was like a,
1: yeah. Did you request or did they request or was it just a mutual understanding? They
2: thought I was
0: depressed. This is a very long story, but they, I'll just give you cliff notes. My parents thought I was depressed Um, and maybe I was just like a little bit, but no more than like other people who go through bad times. Um, but they were being very hard on me and then so they were like you need to go talk to someone and then it ended up being where they were like let's have your parents come in i'm sensing some uh, interesting like control things and so then it kind of like backfired and it became like a whole family thing
1: oh wow yeah
0: but it was great i mean i I have the nicest parents in the world are they they together yeah they're still married are you the eldest no i'm the youngest out of how many just two i have Uh an older sister yeah but, anyways, back to you guys. This is not
2: <laughs> we we're, we're going to go right down that path yeah. right now.
0: So, I'm guessing then. Um, so, you guys went through a horrible, horrible tragedy, and and I, a podcast I listened to of yours. It was pretty early on when you're interviewing your mom, and a bit, basically you being just who you are and I think you said you're a cougar or whatever came after that tragedy where you were well, like, you know what? I don't care what people think of me. I have to live my life. So can you guys explain a little bit more about that and like your experience of like how it affected you in terms of, you know, does that when you wanted to become a comedian, were you like, all bets are off at this point? <laughs> I don't know how old you were when it happened though. Okay. So.
1: so when I for the listeners, when I was seventeen, my dad was murdered and that really shifted everything for us uh it, eventually my mom started dating again and that's what
2: why are you looking at me surprised that i started dating again no that was not
1: <laughs> a surprise i'm, I'm kind of like okay are you going to explain this part of? oh the story? you're waiting for me to jump in yeah yeah a little oh, bit
2: okay yeah so i i started dating again mm-hmm I don't know. all of a sudden I started laughing cuz the way he's looking at me like what you're well, like <laughs> I was you we out here in the are, wind are we talking about something that has never been talked about before we've right never we never expressed this cam but I had sex again after your dad died what <laughs> okay so what happened is that I you know what at first obviously I went through this whole huge grieving period like normal uh you know where you just really can't you You can't even breathe you're so depressed and i can't imagine yeah it was horrific it was a terrible experience
1: i mean obviously it came unexpected yeah because <laughs> it's never expected when, when murder is never just, very expected
2: mur- that's not expect yeah that's you know, not one day one he said i'm gonna get i gotta go to work and i'm gonna get murdered no and uh, was it
0: was it truly like you didn't barely it was a disgruntled employee yeah Again, like, and it wasn't he wasn't like threatening him beforehand or anything no
2: no actually he had just hired him like three months prior and was the guy on drugs or something? Um,
1: he said he was on Ambien and it totally fucked with his... Well,
2: Ambien and Wellbutrin cocktail, which I happen to be on the same thing. <laughs> so <laughs> I didn't go out and murder anybody, by yeah, the it way. Yeah, I was like,
0: there might be some pre-existing mental conditions in that Yeah,
2: Yeah, there, and there was. there was uh, the only they, he, he, they did a background check before he was hired, and the only thing that came up is that, I guess on the 4th of July, he shot a gun off in the air which is kind of weird, but it wouldn't be it enough does. that you... I mean,
0: I'm from a small kind of hick town where that that sure would people be something that all the time. Yeah.
2: yeah, shooting guns off in the air, yeah. no big deal. So anyway, but uh, it later came out that he did have some anger issues that uh, yeah. were not addressed properly by his um, family members. Which which is, family
1: therapy might have helped. Yes, yeah, see, family therapy might have helped.
2: But it, I think he needed more than family therapy. He needed like institution therapy. He really, something is not right. Like what, during the trial, it came out that he said, well, if Gary, that's his name, was alive today.
1: That's our, my dad. Mm-hmm.
2: We'd be playing golf together. And I, what? What? Like, wh- what the fuck? What a weird so, thing to say. Well, oh, well it's
1: unfortunate because he's dead now. Because of you. Yeah. Because of you. <laughs> he
2: can't be playing golf with you because you made a boo-boo.
1: Is that, Uh, is
0: that, was that his way of trying to like soften the blood? Like not. You know what?
2: It was such a crazy trial. It was like, all of a sudden it it was like, what was it? Like two weeks, weeks, three three weeks. weeks, It was insane. And uh, his involuntary manslaughter excuse was obviously not bought by the judge, but he just, you know, I I have a hard time like feeling anger towards him because I really think he's that crazy. Yeah. You know, he unfortunately should have been locked up way earlier Mm -hmm. and wasn't.
0: That's great that you don't feel anger towards him. I mean, that can only hurt you, though. Yeah, I mean, I just,
2: obviously, I have anger towards him that, you know, is always going to be underlying. But I just, I don't see any point of of taking that anger and and having it cause any physical harm to myself or to my friends or to my family members by, you know, harboring it. So Mm -hmm. just like realizing that this guy is so disturbed that, you know.
0: How long did it take you? I mean, I'm sure it's never fully healed, but like, how long did it take you to feel maybe normal again, or not? I mean, I, I can't even imagine. I don't I, think
1: I've ever felt normal. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like before or after? Space
0: facts. She ain't normal. Sure, you did. You did have a. I did about a 10 minute relationship
1: on a chairlift. Yeah. Define yeah. normal, by the way. Um, I. Yeah. How long yeah, did it true. take well, to who's normal? I don't know. I, I think I think ever since then it was everything was very different. Like mm-hmm. there was never uh, maybe normal a couple years later. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah, I think you go through these different phases cuz I did end up in this cougar phase. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I mean it, it was it's bizarre because they've done studies about widows that you know in the 911 where uh the first thing they want to do is fuck random men really oh this it's, is fascinating I mean, this because, is a real study yeah because people like want to feel alive again and the yeah. way you be touched again and mm-hmm. you, you can't really feel much because you're so numb from the, how sudden something happens like that so it's a, it is kind of a common occurrence but even if divorce it's it like a renewed adolescence when women go out and I, i'm sure it just happens with men too i'm just speaking for myself women go out and they just get wild mm-hmm. um because it's like it you've been like kind of in a one mon- a monogamous relationship for so long that you want to do something completely different
0: that's i i can totally see how that's possible that's that's interesting that I, they've done a lot of studies on it mm-hmm. yeah and it's, you
2: probably just want a distraction too yeah but i really um, wanted to get laid too yeah
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> so i uh oh, so when i went out you know, I didn't want to, like, get into a relationship again. So I would go with, young, you know, younger guys were always approaching me because mm-hmm. um, I was giving off, like, a more youthful vibe, I, w- I would say. So, and I kept hearing the word cougar and MILF and all that kind of stuff. And I really, MILF makes me sick. I mean, was like, that's a yeah. like, mother I want to fuck. Yeah. Whatever. Anyway, cougar, though, I thought I'd redefine. So I yeah. redefined the word to be confident, which all women are, you know, that are mm-hmm. in, in my age range, single again, in 40s. Uh, not all, but a lot of them. Confident, older, obviously unique. I'm different. Genuine. I, I speak my mind. Where am I?
1: Assertive. Assertive. Cam by heart. This. Assertive. And, and
2: racy. I remember I got heard the it whole, on there. Everyone got the acronym. Anyway, so that's, that's what I became. I became this cougar that um, would go after, you know, mo- mostly younger guys mm-hmm. because I, it, it, the relationship works really well. This way I don't have I um, I don't have to like, feel obligated yeah and and we can see each other when we want to see each other it's fun it's it's upbeat there's no uh, you know commitments mm-hmm. it's a it's a good relationship so i did that for a while until i met my boyfriend and then back in another monogamous relationship for 11 years
0: oh my gosh yeah you're you're all into monogamy i'm into monogamy. So how many years did you have of like just playing around and probably only about a year or so but i made oh. up for
2: lost time in that year you know
1: oh i don't God.
0: understand are you single yeah what are we doing wrong I, I, I think about it it's like she you were you got married fairly
2: young right? oh 23 i was 23 yeah, I stayed there, and there for then 24 years you experienced
0: this horrible tragedy and well i mean listen god should give you the gift of like meeting someone else after that tragedy but at Thank the same you. time it's like you you were only single for a year and now you're in an 11-year relationship yeah what are we doing wrong Is do you, could you tell us what why do you, you think you have
1: wanted to be married at 23
0: no probably not 100% no actually but you
1: want to be married now
0: no, I just—I mean, maybe. I—I <laughs> don't, I don't know. I think—I think I don't put that much thought into it. But it doesn't sound like you were even putting that much thought you know, into it. Like you were just going out and having fun,
2: and so—and I do believe that that's the way to do it. Just, yeah. You know, like, there's parts of me that were like, "Damn, I wish I met my boyfriend later. I would have liked to experience it a little more." I guess. Yeah. But um. Do
0: you ever yeah. give him your son
2: relationship advice?
0: Oh, oh I all the time. Day
2: yeah
1: <laughs> all the time uh, uh, yeah unrequested relationship advice
0: <laughs> okay wait i want to i want to hear what do you think that's our whole show what do you oh, I, I mean started. obviously you know, I'm yes giving
1: you a shitload of advice these days
2: you know what truthfully he is
1: really he, oh yeah
2: <laughs> like about <laughs> what about my re- about my relationship unqualified. About sexual se- he knows more about sex than i do at this point the yeah. student has taken over the teacher <laughs> For sure, so funny. He knows so much. I mean, he's in charge of but, this whole podcast. Just by reading books. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Right. <laughs> not no, by dating. No, that's out a true either. You little modest What
0: mouse. are you, are you currently dating? I'm dating. Mm-hmm. Dating someone exclusively or just no, dating no, 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 around? No, dating around. Okay. And what kind of advice are you giving him?
2: I'm saying date around.
0: Date around. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. You. I think you have to. Yeah. Are you on the dating apps?
1: I am on Hinge.
0: I am too. Do you? Do you find the apps to be helpful or just...
1: I met one person through the app so far uh-huh. and she's awesome. Yeah. So okay. I, that was pretty cool. I I kind of... I'd like to be friends with her more than actually continue seeing her. Yeah. Like as this romantically. To be, this
0: seems to be a theme. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In your life. <laughs> 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 Do you want to be in a relationship?
1: Uh, I think I would if the right person came along.
0: Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Do you... uh, What do you think? Do you think he wants to be in a relationship? I think
2: that you interviewed the bachelor. Uh, Oh, Eric? Yeah. Yeah. Uh Cam should be the next bachelor. That would be great.
1: Oh... Well, make a pitch my for friend, it. Yeah, my friend was was recommending this to me, and I was like, I would kill myself. I'm like, <laughs> being like sarcastic. A yeah.
2: Can you imagine Woody Allen as the next bachelor and you're being <laughs> sarcastic? Just, what the fuck? No, I'm, I'm <laughs> teasing, I'm teasing. <laughs> I took it so seriously. That went so quickly from a compliment, to. I know. Yeah, no, right. okay, I didn't mean it the way looks-wise. I meant, like, person, more personality. I yeah. mean, he's just got... He he's very quirky. Yeah, and and he has. And you're a little... talking like I'm not here right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in the room. He's, he's got it. the The woman has to appreciate the quirk. Yeah. in him. Whoa. So you'd have think, to get but all. I think bac- there's a lot all... of
0: women that like
2: quirky guys. Yeah. Like so that's... you'd have to find if he was on the Bachelor, he'd have to find all these bachelorettes that are more into like quirky. <laughs> it could be like the Summer like say Bachelor. Weirdos. Not that, weird. Not that's weird. exactly the. Not I saw weird. the
1: W forming in your mouth. No, <laughs> it's not weird. That's <laughs> not what were you going to say?
2: Quirky and. Kind, super sensitive. I
0: feel like she just pulled that one out. Totally. I think I I saw the W for me
1: too.
0: (laughs) Quirky kind.
2: Yeah. Quirky.
1: No one would ever want to be with my son. That is not
2: true. No. Okay. Listen, I always want... I mean, at the end of this... I'm going to end up fixing him up with you. I always want to fix him <laughs> up. Don't with take someone.
1: it as a compliment because she's fixed me up with everyone that comes on the show.
2: No, a few I have not. So you do try to fix a him few, up a few. A few I have not. A few. You. There's been a couple that I'm like, uh, no, no, no.
1: <laughs> and those are usually people I'm like, okay, I think that's, I'm the the that's probably, that's probably the, the one you would like. Yes. Yeah, he
2: kind of likes like the hippie type. The, okay, you know, you
1: got to be very. He's very Buddhist. Okay. Okay. I can. I can say that she's. A, if you were curious, I can respond. Okay,
2: what kind of girls do you go after?
1: Happy time, a little Buddhist.
0: See, she knows you too well. She does. Does she ever try to set you up with just like random people she meets like at a party or at a grocery store?
1: Oh, my God.
2: Funny that you should say that. Yes.
1: I was at a wedding. Every weekend, literally last weekend, I get a call. She's wasted. (laughs) And I go, what's going on, mom? She's like, I'm with David. I'm like, who's David? (laughs) She's like, oh, he's a gay man I just met, and she is so hot. You're gonna love her. I go, Wait. who is she? She just friended you on Facebook.
0: Oh my god, that's hilarious, Danielle.
1: Danielle, I are met- you gonna
0: are you gonna ask her out?
1: He she's should. a stranger. I- he should. She's cute. I'm gonna say hi. My mom was wasted and told me I should ask you out. <laughs> I kind of made her friend you on Facebook in front of me. I know. Clearly, she does. She did not want to do that. You don't know that. Yeah. Reach see, out.
2: See, he's looking. You them. gotta reach if out. If you were forced Thank to you.
1: friend a guy on Facebook and then they asked you out, because
0: I don't they, know. I mean, your mom's fun. I might be like, this seems like a cool family to Thank hang out you. with. Yeah. Did, did, you think, did, yes. you
1: did you think? Yes. I should ask. Do you think? she? Yes. Okay.
0: I think you should definitely. And at th- one time, you well, don't know
1: her. Yeah.
2: And what about what? the concert? You did go out with someone I met. No, I'm sitting I next to I this girl. I didn't go out with her either. I'm sitting next to this girl at a mm-hmm. concert, and she's with it on a date. And we started talking oh, and talking. God, she was on a date. Yes. <laughs>
0: and you were like, "Ditch this guy. My she, son's better." Exactly.
2: Yes. She told me she was a doctor. I said, oh, my God, this is perfect. He has so many ailments. <laughs> this is like the perfect thing. Oh, my God. Are you
0: Jewish? Yes. Oh, yes. Yes. You know, so yes. <laughs> Are you a Jewish? No. Oh, you're just no Jewish guy. Yeah, I've dated a few. Yeah. Um, I've dated,
1: they fit this, this When you keep stereotype. referencing
0: Woody Allen, too, I'm like, oh. Big Jew. Yeah. Oh, yeah.
2: I didn't even think of Woody Allen as being Jewish. Is he I thought, not? I mean, I guess. He's very Jewish. Yeah, he's yeah. super Jewish. I was thinking more of like, you know, how he. He's got a lot of anxieties. Yes, yes. So Cam's got a lot of
1: anxieties. Okay, <laughs> enough with enough with. But the, I do the too. back have, on you. Okay? I have a lot
2: of anxieties too. It, it's like runs in our family. We're kind of yeah. wired to be a little bit anxious about medical conditions. Yeah, like guess, I've had MS twice, ALS once, cancer. I've had like it all. Have you? Now I have no, Alzheimer's.
1: No, this is in your mind.
0: This is in your mind. Thank That's God. A scary way to live. Well, it comes and well, goes. But at least you're on top of things. You, just in case. This. I
1: was listening to your podcast. It sounds like you're not too far from this.
0: <laughs> Me? Yeah. Oh, did you hear the one where I thought I w- my appendix was bursting? Yes. But oh, it really just I pulled
1: that a muscle? Too. Yes. Yeah, yeah, that was embarrassing. Cam yeah,
2: had that too. Really? Yeah.
1: Uh, regularly, I'm on dates and I'm like, oh man, that's a feeling right there. I should go to the hospital. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that was, I think, the first time I did that on a date. But I don't know. I don't think I'm that anxious about health stuff. Why
2: did you think you had an appendicitis
0: attack on I, a date? I don't know. Well, because I did pull a muscle in my side, but I, it, I don't And I did, but I never knew I pulled the muscle. So it wasn't like I was working out the injury happened. It was like... It somehow happened and then just got worse and I just didn't know. And it really hurt. And so I just, I don't know. And, but it's as it turns though. out, it was the wrong side. So oh, it would have God. been that anyways. You appendicitis
2: on the wrong side? Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, you know what? Every time I pull a muscle, I always think like, oh, my muscle, my, my, under my arm, I must have breast cancer oh that's a bad yeah. muscle pull but yeah
0: you probably think like <laughs> yeah. but i also imagine that like if you have breast cancer it probably doesn't hurt right there no no it's probably yeah. just like there's a long yeah. but at the
2: time you know in the middle of the night like oh damn what is that why do i have black <laughs> and blue marks all of my i must have leukemia this is what goes through my mind yeah. you wonder why cam turned out the way he does
0: <laughs> yeah i think i think it's yeah it's on you
1: it's totally on you
2: it's on me
0: <laughs> guys hiring used to be hard think about it multiple job sites stacks of resumes a confusing review process but today hiring can be easy and you only have to go to one place to get it done and that's ziprecruiter.com slash be here so This is how ZipRecruiter makes it so easy. ZipRecruiter sends your job to over 100 of the web's leading job boards, but they don't stop there. With their powerful matching technology, ZipRecruiter scans thousands of resumes to find people with the right experience and invites them to apply to your job. As applications come in, ZipRecruiter analyzes each one and spotlights the top candidates so you never miss a great match. ZipRecruiter is so effective that four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter Get a quality candidate through the site within the first day. And you guys got to check it out. You got to try ZipRecruiter. It's amazing. If you're an employer, there's no reason why you shouldn't. And right now, my listeners can try ZipRecruiter for free at this exclusive web address, ZipRecruiter.com slash here. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash behere. Z-I-P-R-E-C-R-U-I-T-E-R.com slash here. ZipRecruiter.com slash behere B-E-H-E-R-E ZipRecruiter the smartest way to hire do you guys ever find it hard to well you've been dating the guy for 11 years but uh, where people are like nervous to date you because they know you have like a sex podcast and they're like are they gonna talk about me are they gonna
1: oh wait, he oh, goes he- to that a lot yeah mm-hmm. yeah every- <laughs> <laughs> he goes to that this a lot this is a big problem yeah <laughs> 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 Uh, yes, that, that does happen. Yeah, for yeah. sure. But I'm I'm pretty respectful. Like I'll, yeah. if the person didn't want me to talk about specific things that we would have that. Most things I talk about that involve other people, I'll mm-hmm. run it by them first. Okay. And say, hey, can I talk about this on the show? Got but that. usually I'm not even at the point of being in a relationship enough to, mm-hmm. you know, have that discussion. Okay. How
0: about yeah, you? Yeah, but they must Google you and then see that you have the podcast. Because yeah. I have a lot of people when I go on dates and yeah, they'll be like are you going to talk about me on your podcast? And I'm like, probably not. And if I do, it won't like name your name or whatever. Right, right. But then some people like want to be talked about. They're, they're like, no, I don't care if you do. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Isn't that weird? Yeah. They,
1: I've gotten that a lot.
0: They want the notoriety, I guess. I don't know. I don't know. I don't
1: know either. I'm
0: like, you probably don't want me to talk about you because it's usually going to be like an embarrassing story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, the, one of us did. So <laughs> yeah.
1: I, you probably don't. Rethink yeah. that one. This, But I think all comedians have to deal with this. like. hmm the person thinks that they're going to talk about them on stage. And yeah. a lot of times you have to, because yeah. that's the most, that's the juice.
0: Yeah. I just, I just uh, dated someone um, who cheated on me. I could care less about him. So don't feel sad. Um, <laughs> but uh, I, I ended up talking about it on my podcast and like he got, he called it like a mutual friend and was like really offended. I'm like, what did you think was gonna happen honestly like you, you think i wasn't gonna tell that story like maybe i shouldn't have said your name but also don't have such a distinct name you know <laughs> <laughs> or Perhaps.
1: don't cheat on me oh, oh
0: yeah about that? Or don't do that yeah. exactly like why are
2: you surprised is but it, is his name dick no <laughs> <laughs> um they should have though i think they should have like a google site and i think they do like of guys that have done some really shitty shit yeah,
0: they used to yeah. have an app or something for oh, that oh wow yeah i wonder if that still exists that's i gotta i gotta
1: look up in between when
0: we do my your podcast let's look that up okay
1: oh that's so sad you get bad reviews and then no one will ever want to see you again yeah. Well, I mean, well, it's kind of like the doctors I'm seeing do right really now. Don't really
2: should? It's kind of like the doctors you're seeing right now.
1: Yeah, I, I was recommended to an ophthalmologist who got shit reviews. Oh. And I'm like, I can't see this person. I, I called up my doctor. I said, why would you refer to me? This person has got one and a half stars on Yelp. Oh, wow. 40 <laughs> reviews, one and a half stars. I oh, wouldn't, even go, to, I wouldn't go to a bad. restaurant, let alone a eye doctor. <laughs> that's
0: terrible. Yeah, that's no. That's a no.
1: That's a big no. God,
0: I got to look this stuff up.
1: I never you look just up go. doctors.
0: I don't know. I guess no. Yeah,
1: I mean this is this is the healthier way to live. Is for it you. Regina? What that she looks <laughs> like? Is it? <laughs> no, we're in the middle of a podcast right now. You've been trying to figure out what she looks like. Yes. No, Rachel, you look like someone. All right, it's mom, like can you unbelievable. You just <laughs> I can't let her do the interview. You I'm don't need to just... interview.
0: It's, I knew it was going to drive me nuts. I, so I actually predicted that you were going to figure out who it was mid-podcast. In mid-podcast. It's Regina. She
1: doesn't look at all like Regina. All right. Never
0: mind. Okay. Well, whatever. It's one of your friends. Show me a photo of Regina when we're done.
1: Okay.
0: Um, so you guys do a segment of your podcast where listeners call in and they ask questions, right? That's a... the. Yes. Okay. Oh, yeah. What is the most common like question you get that people are struggling with sexually and then in relationships? Like, which I guess is kind of the same thing, but no not necessarily
2: well for boys or girls example of each ah
1: okay men never feel like the fr- like <laughs>
2: the penis size
1: okay it's either penis size they come too quickly they can't get it up mm-hmm. um they can't ejaculate mm-hmm. or they don't have the confidence to actually meet a woman or okay. a man whatever yeah uh women what would you say
0: what well, what advice would you give them for that?
2: Oh my god, which which one? The penis size? Um, well that one you can do nothing about that. Like what's that's just accept just who you are and, and realize and that it's out the other ways. Fit, yeah. not fit. Nah, it doesn't have anything. To, no woman wants a massive.
1: You like i like a, like a donkey sized no, dick. No, no It not be terrifying. Yeah. Yeah. So
0: So I guess uh what's your advice for someone that doesn't have the confidence to approach a woman or doesn't have the confidence to even yeah, ask one out on an app.
2: I say you fake it till you make it. I think that's great advice. Just do it. Yeah. What do you have to lose? Baby steps.
1: I I think uh, more personal self love is in the in the mix.
0: Oh yeah, because I think like working on loving yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Before you even go out and date. Yeah, yeah. That is a bit. That is very important. Like I feel like if you have nothing to offer yourself, you have nothing to offer anyone else.
1: Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
0: Okay. Good advice. How about for women? What's the most common question?
1: Hmm. What is it? Well. I think a lot of women have have expressed that they have anxiety about taking so long to Decom, orgasm. yeah. hmm So.
2: That is the, or they can't orgasm at all, mm-hmm. or they fake orgasms. Uh, so we, you know, talk. What's your advice for that? My advice is smoke a lot of weed. You know, really? Just kidding, just kidding. <laughs> I would
0: think that that would like numb,
2: dull No, your no, it actually makes, if you get, some good weed it'll get you very horny and uh it you know just like if you smoke weed i know you don't Mm -hmm. but if you smoke weed and you listen to music it sounds so much better you know you eat something you're like is this really that good or is am i just fucked up yeah same thing with your if you're high when you have sex like it enhances like all your sensations
0: for guys too i think that i feel like that would make them not be able to stay hard no that's just Do oh, you I I Do think you for spoke? me
1: it would I very rarely mm-hmm. but if it would in, in any enhancement to <laughs> any enhancement to sensation would just make me come extremely quickly. Okay. <laughs> so so you're like I don't you don't need I that. don't need that at all. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Plus okay. I'm already in my head so much during sex that adding another layer of in my head with weed would not be a good idea. But
0: I think that, I mean, if that's always been the advice I would give to anyone and specifically uh, like girls that don't feel like they can orgasm or whatever, because they're so in their head, just don't be in your head. Enjoy it. Don't feel like you need to perform like.
2: Okay. So for women though, the best thing to do is to masturbate. Mm Mm-hmm. So if women just would just come out of the closet, so to speak, and just say, Yes, I masturbate and really masturbate and figure out like, oh, this is what it takes to get me to orgasm. Cause it's not really no guy's gonna get you to orgasm. You gotta get you to orgasm. Mm-hmm. So first you learn about yourself, you masturbate, you get really confident about it, and feel confident in your body. You know, like you make sure you feel really sexy, even mm-hmm. doesn't not about weight or anything, yeah. Wrinkles or confidence got, is the biggest thing. Yeah, I th-
0: and guys always say that too. It doesn't matter how hot a girl is, if she's not confident, right. the girl that is I mean, just aesthetically, like less hot. If she's confident, they always go for that girl.
2: It's, totally. Yeah. Totally. And, and, and I always say that to Kim. Like the, the ones in grammar school, the most popular girls were not necessarily conventionally beautiful mm-hmm. ones. Right? Yeah. Yeah. They don't. yeah.
0: <laughs> Half the time, I think with, with beauty comes more insecurity.
2: Yeah. Oh, interesting. interesting. Yeah. Like oh, yeah. I was not
0: a very cute kid. But man, did I have confidence!
1: Oh, I was confident, girl. Oh
0: yeah, I thought I was gorgeous, and I was like overweight and stuff. Um, I feel like I feel like I was more confident then than I even am now. But I still have that carryover from that. I think. What do you that, think made you so confident? I have wonderful parents. Minus ah. the little hiccup last summer, <laughs> but um, no, they they just always told me I could do anything. They always like built me up. Always told me how great I was. How I mean, my mom. When I will like look back at photos where I'm like. I look like I, I don't know what I weighed, but I'm going to go with 200 pounds. I'm like, why did you not tell me? And she goes, I didn't know. I thought you were
2: beautiful. Oh. And then so then I
0: thought I was beautiful. Like, no oh, idea. Oh, I love that. Yeah.
2: No idea. You know what? I just saw this movie called Eighth Grade. Mm-hmm.
0: Oh, I need to see that. Is oh, it good? my
2: God. It's so good. I saw it on the airplane yesterday uh, flying back to L.A. And I could not believe... How well they did this movie mm-hmm. about this little eighth grade girl who was doing these little YouTube t- tutorials and tips and getting confident and all this stuff. And meanwhile, she had no confidence and mm-hmm. she was she was very insecure and oh. self. Well, that's kind of
0: cool. She was teaching other people. You teach what you don't even have. for I don't want to say what happens, and yeah. but it,
2: it was so true to life, and I could just see so many kids and people relating mm-hmm. to what what she went through. So similar to what she was saying that it really has nothing to do with. What yeah. the parent is saying to her, her parent was saying how wonderful she was, but she had to believe.
0: Yeah, it. So you have to feel it inside yourself. Do you feel like as you got older, you um, got more confident? Oh yeah. Is that I, just? Do
2: you think that's common for most people, or uh, the podcast has gotten me a lot more confident? Yeah, I, and not even confident. It got me to not. One of our manifestos is give zero shits, mm-hmm. no fucks, no fucks. I, I don't. I I have like you can bra- say fuck brain right here. damage. No, I, <laughs> Uh, No, but it's true that I, I mean, as I'm getting older and older, you know how like there's crazy old people that say anything, anytime, mm -hmm. like my dad, I'm turning into my dad. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's like, why, I guess (laughs) you get to a certain age, why do you give a shit anymore? It's, it's a wonderful feeling. I've recently been like that, like not
0: probably as much as you, we uh, probably have a long way to go, but like, where I'm like, why do I care? Like I, you
2: know, like just who cares? My mom cared so much about what people thought all the time. Now she got Parkinson's disease, so she can't. She doesn't give it a shit. She'll like take a, like yesterday she was making a bagel and cream. She's taking a fork, sticking it in the cream. She's just eating it. And she's like, <laughs> what the hell, mom? You used to be like Miss Prim and Proper That's so here. Something I
0: would do actually. Oh, I'm man. disgusting. <laughs> um, but you're, but for you too, I think it did. You, it came after your tragedy where you were like, I mean, life's
2: too short. No, I, I, no? I it took longer. No, I was pretty confident. I was very solid in my marriage, mm-hmm. and, and I married my best friend. And I had a lot of friends, and I—I I don't know. I just—I've always been. A, I, when I was younger, I was super shy. Mm-hmm. Like like now, I'm so shy. Yeah. But um, <laughs> I was super shy, and then as I and I, my mom used to talk about how people on the on the playground would, you know, kids would grab my pail and shovel, and I'd be like, "It's okay." But you know, now I'm like, you grab my pail and shovel, I'll take on a fist and shove it up your. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I yeah, I think it's. I was always, you know, I think. You're right. I think confidence does come a lot from, you know, how you feel about yourself and your mm-hmm. family and your friend groups and everything else. I was never in like the popular group or any of the fast moving kids. And I don't know. I think college made me more confident.
0: Yeah. Did you teach him to be confident when he was younger? Kim
2: had a lot of confidence. Yeah. Uh, I think he, he just, I, it seems like you do. Yeah. He's always been pretty confident and pretty self-aware. I think, in, it, in, I think into it's Deepak, conditional. Deepak Chopra at seventh grade. I
1: mean, I was into into weird stuff, really. Mm-hmm. But it's not
0: I, weird. I like that stuff.
1: It, but I think it is conditional. Like, in certain contexts, mm-hmm. I'm, I will experience high levels of confidence. Mm-hmm. And then in others, I'll just, I'll be like, oh, singing in front of my friends, for some reason, that makes me cry? I don't know why. S-
0: wait, singing in front of your friends? Yeah. Yeah, I'm not a, that singing, I don't feel confident doing you, that.
1: Are it's- you telling me, like, it makes you cry because you're emotional? Or- no, just, it's like an uh, automatic trigger that like suddenly i'm I'm, my, I'm tearing up. I think I do that too though. Is that a, that's a bizarre do, thing. Are you
0: are you singing an emotional song or is it no, just you're just so nervous and you so feel It's so vulnerable.
1: Yeah.
2: Oh, that's what it is. I think of it as just like like you are saying I think of it as like I get just emotionally involved in singing.
0: Yeah, I don't like singing in front of people because I have a terrible voice. Like I'm not like interested in karaoke or anything. It doesn't make <laughs> me cry. I just am like probably not going to do it. So I guess I would have to be pretty drunk for it to happen. <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah. I mean, I think that's why Korean karaoke is yeah. so popular. You get hammered and Yeah, totally. only in front of your friends. But yeah, I I think my so the year after my dad died, mm-hmm. I w- I experienced ex- like extraordinary levels of confidence. Mm-hmm. I didn't give a fuck about anything. Mm-hmm. In it worked to my advantage like yeah. I, I was i felt like king of the world in a way yeah which is very bizarre
2: he was prom that's king really she <laughs> <laughs> was outstanding boy of the whole 500 okay mom class. that's amazing she's getting in the mom position where yeah. she's
1: like bragging about me that's it so was like cute. literally
2: no one's ever turned about king and prom king and i think you were both yeah it was I don't, amazing people might
1: have been pitying me but whatever no. the case it, it, other it people possible. lost
2: their parents and they didn't get to be prom king
1: it was pretty immediate All right, whatever the case. Who gives a fuck? Yeah. Anyway.
2: You had a lot of confidence. I had a lot
1: of confidence. And it was mainly because I was like, oh, yeah, we're very close to dying. Yeah. Any moment. Dead. Why not? And also,
2: you don't have parents that are judging you. Like, that's what I was always worried about. What my parents are going to think about me. She's
1: clearly not judging me. I'm
2: not judging him. I'm pushing him like, oh, yeah, go fuck whoever. Who gives a shit? (laughs) Yeah. Were you
0: always like not like you weren't. Did he have a lot of rules or was he allowed to just sort of like do? whatever
2: my theory of parenting is you let the kid suffer the consequences on their own of whatever they do uh-huh. until it's like you know you really need to take note. so i yeah. give them as much freedom on the you know like i give it like a, riding a horse you leave, give a little slack of the reins until they don't deserve it so mm-hmm. that's that's kind of how i was with raising kids like most of the kids were not allowed to eat candy. I eat as much Halloween candy as you want. And then the kids didn't even want to eat the candy because it's sitting out there. Yeah, you usually want what you can't have. Right. Yeah. So I go, go out and get laid. No, I'm not
1: going to do that. I have this image. You brought that analogy up. You know, some some people, you give you loosen the reins, the horse like flies away. Yeah. In my situation, you loosen the reins and you have to start dragging the horse behind you. To keep, Come on. <laughs>
0: um. Sorry, I'm, I'm, there are a few more questions I wanted to ask you guys. I've got to find where I'm at now. Um,
1: this is amazing that you took all these notes. Yeah. It's so flattering. Very no, professional.
0: Okay. Are you, this is going to be kind of a weird question, but are you ever attracted to older women and do you always? Do you ever find yourself attracted to someone similar to your mom?
1: I have been attracted to older women in the past. Mm-hmm. It's not like a, a regular thing for me. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't think it's ever been like a, oh, I'm trying to recreate a mom situation. Yeah.
0: They say that most people are sort of, the, in some ways, though, they end up with someone that's similar to their, yeah. their parents. Well,
1: I mean, I definitely am looking for someone who's extremely confident mm-hmm. and you know willing to express themselves. Yeah. And I think that is directly related to being around my mom for so long and, yeah. and knowing how strong a woman can actually be yeah. and being like, okay, well, if you're not yeah come on
0: that would be so hard to, for i can imagine you to be with like a timid insecure woman right where you're just like it, 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 look it's so much better to live your life like this yes be yes like my mom
1: yes yes yes
2: i hope you do find someone who's got a lot of self-confidence i hope you do too thank you yeah you yeah. should go out okay yeah, Mother, you know there that, was coming. Coming. that was the second you
0: know one it was, that was, was the second one <laughs> um, well uh just any final advice that you guys would give um to people looking to meet someone i mean are you do you give that you give that kind of advice on your podcast right
1: we do but you also did ask what like the most common question about relation mm-hmm. people in relationships yeah what they struggle with yeah so there we've, we've talked a lot about that recently okay what we is can, that so i'm re- i regularly find with my friends who have been in like several year-long relationships that their sex life just kind of peters, slowly peters out. Mm-hmm. It was like hot and steamy at first, and then eventually it's just like, okay, we're so doing the same. It's disappointing
2: that that's the case. S-
1: everyone. But it's normal.
0: It's normal, and it's so you have to just be okay with it? No. No, you should you should I was going to okay say, okay you shouldn't it. be okay no. with it.
1: No, no, you got to work at it. Yeah. So... Recently, I've been advising these guys to be like, you, you got to fucking, it's a mental game. This mm-hmm. is you at first sex was just like for physical reasons for you. Yeah. You got to get involved mentally. Yeah. You got to add role play. You got to add all, all d- different ways to that it, you're going to stimulate your, your brain and make this an exciting new experience. Because
2: mm-hmm. we seek novelty. Yeah. As animals. You know that's why. Is that a known thing? I, oh yeah, there's a whole Coolidge effect, and I'm not going to go into all that stuff right now. But we just recently interviewed Ian Kerner, a sexologist, and mm-hmm. he also said you always you always want this animal feeling with your mm-hmm. partner, yeah, and you can't really get that if it's your, oh, let's lovey-dovey romantic. So you got to make it's the it's,
1: same body, the same person. You're the same person. Yeah, you yeah. assume you know how to pleasure this person. I mean, you got to somehow figure out a way to let's go to it caveman up.
2: days, uh-huh. okay. If we, if they would stay monogamous for a hundred years, you wouldn't be propagating, you know, the whole idea of men is just fertilize as many women as possible, right? Mm-hmm. So we have that, we're kind of hardwired to want to do that. So yeah. how do you make it so that each time you're with someone, it feels like a unique experience. Well, you do stuff like role play or you do stuff like watch porn together or S&M and become different people. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, if you don't do that kind of stuff, it is going to get boring it, Unless I was with George Clooney,
0: yeah. That's well, the only...
2: <laughs> you don't know. You could get bored of him. You never I know. don't know, but George Clooney—it's hard to get bored of him. But no, it's, do I'm you guys just have an opinion on people in open relationships,
0: or if that's a good idea or a bad idea?
1: i think it works for some not all yeah yeah, yeah
2: it depends on again how, how you are wired if you know you're it's je- not for me I'm yeah not. if you're a jealous person or insecure it's, in any ways so it's, like, it's
0: not even jealous it's more just like there's no reason
2: to do this if you have a good one why, yeah why, That's why, what i keep why, thinking why, why are you doing my that? boyfriend i'm like i'm pretty happy with the way we're, yeah. we're doing it why would i add someone else in the mix however you know again the fantasize it we always hear, though, people that did the threesome, they're like, oh, it was such a pain in the ass. I couldn't even... <laughs>
0: yeah, you never hear... Yeah. No one's ever had, like, an amazing experience. Someone it, gets left out. Yeah, or someone's feeling... I don't know experience,
1: Three but... is a very tough number. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you, you've had experience with this? No. Ooh. I wish. No. No.
2: You haven't had a threesome? Mm-mm. Me neither. Have I you? Either. No. So maybe wow. we all, we're all all full of shit. Maybe it is fun. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, <I> mean, <laughs> no, I've
0: had... Most people that have told the story of it are like, I mean that's never like oh it's the best experience it's like
2: yeah we did interview uh, a couple, a couple of guys on our show that did it with the one girl and uh, it did sound like it was a mess
1: i think usually it's fun for like maybe one or two of them but yeah. there's always one person that's like then, ah!
0: yeah <laughs> especially if you're the person that's in the relationship and now you're watching your
2: significant yeah. other hook up it's kind of like Oh, this was a bad idea.
1: Yeah, yeah. So, yeah.
2: Know, it's it's people, not even jealousy, it's just like, wait, why did I add this extra yeah. girl in the mix? It's it's enough that not, I'm not even getting enough over here. Why yeah. would I add another one
1: to the mix? I definitely know some couples though that like this is their MO. They know from like very early on they want to open up the relationship. Yeah. They they both enjoy including play par- play partners or whatever. So, in this situation, it definitely works. Yeah. By
2: the way, it, it, that is more and more common, too, we've noticed. Or we're just interviewing more and more people that, that have been in their relationship.
0: Yeah, I find it like when you... I have another podcast called Screwed Up Stories, which you guys should be on. Um, totally. And, we got a lot of those. Yeah.
2: If you haven't yes, guessed.
0: Yes, you do. <laughs> 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 I mean, just kind of a major one. <laughs> um, but... Uh, I find that when people are like given the opportunity to be really open about this kind of stuff that like people live far more exciting sexual lives than I realized. Like it's, I I don't consider myself boring, but I'm like, yeah, I guess I really haven't lived like a lot of people have.
2: Think how you'd feel if you were 60 years old like me. Yeah. You're only 30.
0: Yeah. You're half my age. Yeah. Now you're in a monogamous relationship. I'm
2: back in a monogamous relationship. Who knows? Mm. You do some wild shit.
1: Ah.
0: I don't know. She doesn't seem that wild. I'm
1: kind of boring. I'm very vanilla.
0: Were you ever like, mom? Please don't tell me that thing that you're about ready to tell me about your sex life.
1: Many times. <laughs> <laughs> that happens a lot on the podcast. Really? Yeah. Like, what but was, she does. She continues she to just, tell me. She doesn't care. Yeah.
0: What's the What's the most shocking thing she told you?
1: Uh, I, at first, anal was a lot of like that oh, was a lot for me to. That's take That's a in. lot to
2: take in. Yeah.
1: And uh, I don't but, even like anal well even just dis- discussing the fact that you had anal experiences is like just not a fun idea Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> that but then you, you know we got past that hump yeah pun intended and <laughs> and um, yeah, now we can talk about it kind of but still it's it's kind of a safe space because I know that she doesn't love it mm-hmm. I, I said I like butt limit- play yes yeah all right
0: <laughs> has, has he ever said anything where you were like son I don't need to know this
2: oh my god no no <laughs>
0: you are like a very very open parent <laughs> what's to be closed about do you have any friends that are like i can't believe you talk to your son about that kind of thing oh, every yeah. one of
2: them really i have a very few friends i have one friend that probably talks as um, one of my best friends is mm-hmm. like that with her son so yeah, we should get them on the podcast. They've never done, t- really done that. But other than that one, I, I mean, I don't think there's that many that have this kind of closeness. Yeah,
0: it's rare for
2: sure.
1: I don't
0: even know I this received with my email kids. that was like, you guys should swap podcasts. I was like, sex talk with your mom? Oh, it's a, it's a mother and a son. Oh, okay.
1: <laughs> I mean, there's no real reason why someone would end up this open with their mother yeah except unless unless your father's murdered you decide to go into comedy and then you choose to create <laughs> yeah. a, a podcast with your mom like that that's pretty much the only way to get to this point but
2: we i think that's our mission
0: i think you that, guys have made the best out of a terrible situation and it probably seems like it brought you closer
2: oh yeah. 100 percent. yeah and and the other family members as well and I, I think this podcast has helped like his younger brother he's very close in in talking to me about his sexual issues mm-hmm. or relationship issues and, and and likewise with his sister uh you know sometimes more so with the boys than than, she, than my daughter and so i just think it'd be great if everybody could talk about it with their parents mm-hmm. no matter how old you are yeah why not well why go well, back
1: and i disagree i think because some parents aren't necessarily trustworthy about that's a
2: mission of our podcast. i mean i, no, I, no, I, I talk to disagree. my
0: parents a lot about like dating stuff and i'm not like weird about that i just don't i mean i don't know i just well, think maybe not to brag i don't i i feel like i don't have a lot of like sexual issues like I, like i've always been i've enjoyed sex it's been doesn't make me anxious it's maybe I don't know. you don't have
1: a lot to share with them about. so i
0: don't really yeah
1: well why
0: think- do you have
2: to share only problems why can't you share fun times
0: I don't want to talk about
2: right. you know, that. No, I don't. Like, I, have you ever done that I with do a girlfriend what? though? You like you're like you had great sex with some guy and you want to tell the girl you're one of your best Yeah,
0: a little bit, yeah. but I don't talk about it that much. Oh, I talk
2: about it with my friends. I'm like, Oh my god, did I have I had a great sex last night? Why, oh, why?
0: <laughs> why not? I actually don't have a lot of friends. I, maybe it's like the my generation doesn't. I don't have a lot of friends that talk about that kind of stuff. I mean yeah, no, not really. They will a little bit, but no, not really. I don't really know much about my friend's sex life.
1: Try it. Yeah. I think I, I, I happen to know a lot just because I host this podcast and yeah. people want to talk about that.
0: Yeah. All right. Well, thank you for doing this. Tell everyone <laughs> where they can find your podcast and find you guys on social media and YouTube and all that stuff.
1: Well, you're listening to a podcast right now. So wherever you're listening to this podcast, just type in sex talk with my mom and subscribe.
2: It's, it's everywhere and on Patreon. Yep. Yeah and that's the
0: same it's an Instagram handle is the same
1: That's sex talk with my mom on Instagram that's a lot of fun too
2: oh the only place that we're not sex talk with my mom is on Twitter with sex talk podcast but everywhere else it's sex talk with my mom and we have a lot of fun on Instagram we do a lot of funny stuff so I just started following you guys I'm looking forward oh,
0: to it oh
1: hell yes. oh
2: you're yes. gonna see some fun stuff alright well thank you for doing this thank, thank, you, thank you for having, having us, us. Yeah. you're a
1: great interviewer oh well, thanks real delight <laughs> alright bye bye bye